Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The podcast that you need to listen to. I've always been a fighter, but without you, I give up. See, I can write a love song like the way it's meant to be, (laughs) but I just can't let that. But baby, that's just me and I will love you always. Name the song. It's that Bon Jovi bloke, isn't it? Bon Jovi Blow is a group, classic, 90s rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just said no one ever. <laughs> Mate, you're out of your element here. Yeah, happily. Bon Jovi. I, f- I hate John Bon Jovi. Mate, there, there was a time, there was a time. The name of the song? I Will Always Love You. No, that's wrong. If you could let us know in the comments immediately, soon as seeing this, just type the name of the song. That's it. <sighs> right, enough of that drivel. <laughs> Hello. Hola. <laughs> Hello. Hola. Hello. Hola. Hello. It's me, Rafa. Rafa Benitez. Yeah, it is. It's me, Rafa. Hello, Rafa. Rafa. How are you doing, mate? Love it. Love it up here. 40 points. Happy days. Happy days. Rafa, it's Rafa. So happy. Never leaving the club. Really? Get the watches that I deserve. I'm staying here forever. Bro. Dynasty. Starting a dynasty. Hold on, hold on. It's me, Rafa. Rafa. Love it. Rafa. I love it. Rafa. What? what? What about if Liverpool give you a call? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Klopp might, something might happen no, with Klopp. No, man. No, no man. I love the Klopp. Are, are, sure? they, are they offering? Well, um, you know, maybe. No, no way. Love the club so much. You Definitely not. D- no. Love yes. The, love the club. <laughs> Did I find that up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the accent was going long. See you later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gone. What's that mean? I'm gone. Go. What does that mean? What was the one for the weekend? The podcast. The best podcast on YouTube. That you need I've to listen that. to. I, I, yeah, that's the intro to the iTunes podcast that really you should be listening to on your commute or wherever you need to go. Yeah. I, I believe in this podcast now. Do you? I do. What, what, for a long time you thought, nah. Do you know what? I was thinking about it and it's... it's for a long time it was, it was these little bits 
you're thinking, are people going to like it? Are we going to like it? Mm. And I feel like we're in... It's, it's bittersweet because we, there's only five more, one for the weekends, this season. Yeah. And we, I think we're really hitting our stride now. Yeah, it's a After shame. 25 or whatever it is. What should we do? Maybe, maybe we should just hang out. And don't record anything. Me and you, we'll just sort yeah, of just, yeah. do this. And I'll listen to it myself. Yeah, we're recording. I might record it myself. Uh, so much to talk about. Uh, room 69, we're going to be talking about Man United versus Spurs, semi-finals of the FA Cup this weekend. Man City are champions now. We're going to be talking about inter-social night. And importantly, we've got all your favourite bits... We've got uh, Soldiers Lost in Battle, Birds in That, Flames. We're going to uh, take a trip down to Twinkles again for some oh, yeah. stat nuggets. Love Twinkles. And, uh, yeah, well, and we'll give you an update on The Boy, who, um, of course, if you haven't watched last week's uh, podcast, Soldiers Lost in Battle was epic. Uh, we've looked, uh, apparently there's a sequel on the cards. We're looking into that. Mm. Uh, but first things first, Room 69. We'd like to kick it off on a... On a high, on a yeah. Mark Lawrenson. Everyone would agree about. There's no so one watching. There's no one watching. And you know what the biggest thing? There's two things about him. It's not his his opinions on football. It's his shirts that he wears with three buttons in the collar. What's yeah, that all about? Collars. That is mental. Yeah, horrific. And and it's just his barnet is. Kind of thatched house. Offensive. Yeah. It's like a thatched roof. Cottage. Yeah. Thatched yeah. cottage. It's not a thatched house. Yeah. No such thing. You're <laughs> sorry. You know this stuff. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. No, Mark, well, everyone. Anyone who knows. My views on football in general is uh, I want England to do well, but just right next to that is I hate Mark Lawrence. Do you think is it is this about um, is this about uh, is this it, it, why is he what's he still doing there? And, and this is why he needs to get in rooms because he does, it, he seems so out of touch. I think we need that's that's why we need to put him into rooms put him into room sixty nine because we need to start this. Yeah, we need to get you know this is the the manhunt needs to start here mm. and then it'll, hopefully it'll spread to the BBC because like, God knows what he must have some kind of information on someone for him to still still have a job yeah. it's a joke and yeah. he's going to be, be involved in the World what Cup what are you saying it's going to upset what, what would you mean by some information what kind of information well I don't know do I that's, that's the whole point that's, it, probably something naughty well, give me an example what kind of information I don't know like, I don't know, like sexual stuff probably <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, speaking of sexual stuff Birds and that will be on the podcast later uh, this is the Fan League podcast, as you can see. Obviously, you would have seen it from the start. Uh, Fan League 13 predicts 13 English football games. Get it right. Mm. Money to be won. Ten. And I got five last week. Not good enough for me. No. Mug. Um, but 10 grand to be won uh, each week, which is good. Mm. Uh, we've got our own league, the one for the weekend league. There is a link to that in the description of this video. Click on that link and, uh, and get involved. No. Yeah, absolutely. Why not play with us? Uh, get involved. Ooh. Get add me and, and get me credit. Yeah, and add me as well. Uh, Je- that's it. That's true. Add me, James Alcott, A W L C O W T, as a friend on the app, and we can add you to the league. Only five weeks to go. Uh, well, with the podcast, but the app will continue, of course. So get involved with that this weekend, mate. Mm. Like we're going to be going to Twinkles, and there's going to be some action there. But there'll be some action at Wembley. Yeah. Man United <coughs> won yesterday against Bournemouth. Yeah, they did. Uh, Mourinho was saying that uh, the players were playing in a way that said, I want to play in the FA Cup semi-final. This is in reaction to his comments about them not being ready or not being, you know, playing in a, in a, in a, in a way that should mean that they get into the, the, the semi-final team. But all of it's nonsense from him, isn't it? It's not, well, not nonsense. It's actually very clever because... He's even getting into the players' head. He's getting people questioning what teams he's going to play. He got Pogba, Pogba was probably man of match against uh, Bournemouth yesterday. So, 
but then it's only three days. You play Pogba twice in a week, three times in a week against the semi-final. So, it, look, ultimately, the best position for, for him to be is that the opposing manager has no real idea about who's going to play. And when you're playing against teams like Man United, Man City, you know that the nucleus of the team will, will remain, more or less. How are you feeling about this game? Because you said earlier this week that you're sick of football. Oh, but that's just me, isn't it? I'm not sick of it. This is a big game, but I'm like... Do you know, it, 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 there's a lot riding on it. And I don't, it's not an enjoyable experience to go into, really. There's a lot riding on this game. You know, we can win, get to the final, all that's good. But if we don't win, you know what's coming. You know, there's going to be a barrage of bottle jobs. Yeah. All that shit. And anyone who gets knocked out of a cup competition is a bottle job. But it seems to just be like something that... Psychologically, not on the pitch itself, psychologically, playing at Wembley, does that put more pressure on Spurs? Or do you think... No, it's just... Do fans feel like that's an, that is an advantage? It is an advantage. Yeah. It is an advantage. We played in that turf... That games. makes you more confident? Or does it make you worry more? Because like, if you don't... That's the other thing. Is you, you lose... Actually, if you win the whole tournament, people are going, oh, well, look, you've been playing at home. Oh, I don't, no, that, 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 that part doesn't bother me at all. No. There's, there's nothing in, in that. I, I mean, you take advantages where you get them. You know, Man City fans are not like crying and moaning because they financially dope their way to the league. Fact... <laughs> But you know, it is what it Speaking is. Speaking of that, actually, we'll get into uh, let's let's get straight into it. Actually, I'll uh, actually I'll give you a, a tiny bit more time on that. Man United Spurs seems harsh otherwise because we want to talk about football at some stage. Yeah, but there has been some doping. Well, there's an answer, and I wonder if that someone's been doping. Talking about sort of football trivia. The trivia. Oh, we'll do that in a bit. We'll do that in a second. Um, I, I heard Carl Walker talking this week. Yeah, he was saying how uh, he's learned more from Guardiola than he has Pochettino. Did he? Would you, if someone said, if Guardiola went, this is a bit boring, City winning it, all the money, I want somewhere where they want, where they, where they have, they get money because they deserve it, but it's based on their performances. Daniel Levy goes, hang on a minute, <laughs> gives him a call and goes, why don't you come over here? Would you take Guardiola and get rid of Pochettino? Would you take Guardiola and get rid of Ian Holloway? Yes, <laughs> I think I would. Do you love him? Do you know what? I actually really thought about that because I, do you know what? in my head I was like, he'll be able to get like Barca B players, right. not on a personality basis. No, certainly or not. like would if, I, say if he's not allowed to use his scouting network, I'd rather have Holloway than Guardiola. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't think I would. No, no, I, I, I think I understand that in terms of quality, he's an upgrade on Pochettino. I, I admit that. One of the few managers I think that are. So even with all the money, you think he's a better manager than Pochettino? He just knows how. To, it's not the, financially dope's the one thing they won. The, the, the why I say that is because they won the league previously. One point two billion they've spent well, since two thousand and eight. Yeah, one point two billion pounds on players. You know that that guarantees success unless you truly don't know what you're doing. Guardiola, uh, you know, managing a club like Bayern Munich, like Barcelona, like Man City, it brings with it its own pressures and difficulties that, that perhaps Sean Dyche won't get at Burnley because they're so much more forgiving because their expectations are so much lower. You, know, you can imagine the expectation on Pep Guardiola and the pressure on him to deliver is insane. Mm. You know, you got that from the fans, although Man City are pretty placid in comparison to some others. Um, again, from where they come from, their levels of expectation yeah. are not, not, not what... Yeah, they're still, aren't yeah. Um, The board, they're going to want... You know, they're, they're pumping in, so they, I assume that they want huge success. 
And then not all, all the, the world's media as well demands it. So it, I'm not saying he isn't a great manager. He is, you know, anyone who calls him a fraud or doesn't know what he's doing um, is bitter or, you know... Joking. Joking, yeah. So, um, you know, he done, he done brilliantly and, and, and he would, I think, do very good things with Tottenham as well. <laughs> I'm just really happy. I'm happy being a Spurs fan. I'm yeah. happy with Pochettino. I, I really love him. I really like the way he handles himself. And uh, so... Uh, grass isn't always greener might be but I'm happy with the way things are going and will if you don't beat Man United what what I want to get to is when is the tipping point for you of like well I'm annoyed now because you're like I think you're still I'm just you for a long time as long as I've known you you've been like this is great like we're good now like Mm. life's great like we've got something that we can believe in the fans Believe in the players that are there. You can tell that they're working hard. You can tell that the manager's developing the players. All that stuff's great. And then you, you also, you know, you pass coming all the time. You look at these other fans of these big clubs, and you you are able to. You do have a bit of a, a high horse because you're still at a point where you're going. How can you be moaning when you've won FA Cups or yeah. League Cups or whatever? <laughs> and, and where's the tipping point for Spurs fans? Well, I don't. In terms of the other clubs, you you hear about them moaning because of the industry we work in. Um, Arsenal fans, their moaning is exposed to the world because of Arsenal fan TV. But you speak to a lot of their fans and a lot of Man United, Man City fans and Chelsea fans, they'd probably be content. They're certainly not going mental on the internet. Um, I'm, I can see progression, I suppose, each season. You know, Despite the difficulties this year, we still had a very good season. Everyone tipped us to finish outside the top four. Now they're saying Wembley's an advantage. That's because of the work that Pochettino's done and the performances on the pitch. Um, so, I don't think ever, really. I think I'm fine with it. Yeah? Yeah. But, I, I, and the fan base as a whole? Because like, obviously no, you must hear from everyone else. There'll be others. There, there are some people losing their nuts, but they're mental. Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're saying, like, Lee will never get anywhere with Levy. Levy will never spend the money in order to press success. And they may be true. They may be right. But you look but at the work... But what's getting that, somewhere... Like we, we are getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We have got somewhere. You know, yeah. there was a time when qualifying for the Champions League was a pipe dream. You know, we went, we celebrated qualifying for the Champions League when we beat Man City at the Etihad, like we'd won the league. It was an incredible evening. Like we, I'd never been about as drunk as I could have been. It was, but a brilliant evening. It wasn't a trophy. Yeah, yeah. Really mean anything? We got knocked out in the quarterfinals the next year, but. It was progress, as a marker of progress, and it took us five years to do it again, I think. So, um, you know, there is progress there. It's just people want everything all, all the time, and that's a okay. human trait. That's not a trait of football fans. Okay. Um, you just do your best to ignore them, really. Um, still to come after football trivia, which is in just a second, um, how can we hate Mo Salah? He's been very reasonable, as our Flav, but that's not how we like him. We like you being angry at Liverpool fans. Let's find a way. No, I did it last week. No, we're not doing, doing it again. again. We're doing it again. Uh, let's go to the trivia. Last week, we asked you this Question: Which four goalkeepers have won Eng- full England caps while playing for foreign clubs? Loads uh, got it. Loads of people got it actually. Well, loads of people made um, made comments on it. A few people got it. Go on. But this one, Hushy Love. What was the answer? So the answer was sorry. Yeah, good point. Uh, Chris Woods, Rangers uh, and Scotland. It's obviously a different country. Joe Hart, Torino last year. Fraser Forster at Celtic. And the one that you were saying last week was a tricky one to get. Scott Carson. Mm. A Bursa Spore in Turkey. Thoughts on Bursa Spore, Ed? Uh, yeah, great little club. Great little club. 
Great fan base, isn't they? Yeah. They care. Um, Hushy Love said this. Now, just one thing on that. One of my favourite things is how mental Turkish fans go to, to uh, at the arrival of a very average English footballer. <laughs> that is, Darius Vestel is a great They turned up like he was a god. He must have thought there was like, what is happening here? Yeah. The, uh, is, the, the, is the place where, um, we've said it before, isn't it? It's where Premier League strikers go to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not literally, yeah. in the terms of their career. Uh, so, yeah, Hashi Love said this. Tell me if there's any suspicious... In right, this. Go on. Joe Hart, brackets Torino and Fraser Forster, Celtic are the obvious ones for the trivia. I also know that bloke who came in as goalkeeping coach when Moyes took over at Man United. Chris Woods? Got a few when he played in Scotland. Brackets, I looked him up way back when, when he was brought in as a coach. Right. As for the last one, I don't know. That many prolific English goalkeepers... Uh, who have been out of the country. Scott Carson being the only one that comes to mind. <laughs> Brackets, played in Turkey, I think. <laughs> then again, then again, he's shit. Although, to be fair, England haven't had that many decent goalies in recent years. I mean, they kept pushing David James out there until he was 40, in spite of him being shit. I'm guessing Carson is the last one. Don't know any other good English goalkeepers <laughs> who have been somewhere else. Right. Um, have you ever heard of the expression "dost protest too much"? <laughs> the thing is, though, I think we're doing, I'm wary of setting a trap where any answer cannot be seen as not doping. No, no, something's there's something slightly suspicious. About no, the, but the thing is, if you even just said, given the answers, not explaining how we arrived at them, it's not like this isn't a math question. Yeah. where you have to explain your working out. You know, just give us the answers. I love it. Because, um, so, I mean, basically, I've got to be honest, what's his name? Hushy Love. Hushy Love, you're, you're close to being banned from the channel. Whoa. Can be done. Jordan, I mean, Jordan Jordan managed to claw his way back through the, the kind of whinging and moaning of the people in the comments. <laughs> Fine, Jordan, I'll think what I think and they can think well, what I think they we, think. Yeah, but think we need a new inquiry, don't we, really? This guy, I mean, look, you tell us in the comments below, what's his name again? Hushy Love. <laughs> Hushy Love. Hush? Can I just say, this is the bit, it's this, the Chris Woods bit, brackets. I looked him up. Way, I looked him up way back when when he was playing as a coach. <laughs> this is incredible. Um, what I like to think is that he's done this intentionally. But if he hasn't, let us know in the comments um, what, what are we going for. What, dopey, hushy, love the dope. Hushy, love the dope. Have we, hush, yeah, hushy, oh, no dope. No, oh, hushy, no dope. Has he been doping with this question? He got it right. Well yeah. done. If you were doing it by legal means, yeah. but if you weren't, then. You're and be, gone, mate. And be, aware, You're gone. And, be, and be aware that your vote is powerful because something will happen to Hushy, Hushy yeah. Love. Actually, on that note, uh, last week, 52 people checked, <laughs> checked in. in. Just checked in. Thanks for checking in, lads uh, and ladies. Those, yeah, for those of you who don't know, people that don't watch the last bit, I uh, don't want to say 30% because I know you've got the T-shirts coming out with Fighting Cock. Um, we asked you to check in just to make sure that you're fine, that you're okay. Yeah. 52 people did. Brilliant. That's great. Thanks for doing that, Fifty, because it, it meant a lot. We know that you're okay. Yeah. But, it, but from that, what we take is that the other seven or 8,000 people that watch... Exactly. ...aren't okay. Yeah, and so it's worrying. We need to know, are you okay? Just you don't have to say anything. If you don't know what to say or you don't want to comment on the video, just say, just checking in, lads. Yeah. I, thought, I liked one where it was, it was like, all right, guys, just checking in. Uh, everything's fine. Um, just checking in. Yeah, see you That's later. It. Lovely. That's it. That's, That's all we know. Need. Everything is That's fine. All we need. And uh, you know, if everything ain't fine, then at the end of the, each podcast, we have the flame section where we help you through your life's problems. Exactly. Two flames uh, questions coming up this week. Uh, this week's trivia question. Get your answers in. 
Which three Republic of Ireland players have scored Premier League hat-tricks? Oh, I've got one. Yes, you have. Okay. There are two others. I've got two. One is very difficult. I've got two. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Hey, look at me. Yeah. No. Whoa! Yeah. All right, so one of them isn't Clinton Morris. I know. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That, that, that'll help. Um, how... So, Champions League semi-finals next week... Yes. Liverpool v Roma. Roma, yep. Bayern Munich versus Real Madrid. Um, yeah. Big this tip. is weird because this popped into my head and, and I'm supposed to be an optimistic one. Right. But everyone, Salah is the most loved man on the planet right now. Yes, I'd say. I'd say that's official. Yeah. Um, previous winners were Antonio Conte last year. Yep. Uh, Ranieri. Ranieri, the <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, true. And before that, Roberto Carlos. Okay. Everyone loves Roberto Carlos, no, yeah. I suppose. Um, so you're saying some people you just can't not love at a certain point. Well, it, well, see, that's what I want to get to the bottom of. All right. How can we hate this guy? We, so we've got to come up with reasons how to hate Mo yeah. Salah. Yeah. Can we find a way? That's not a hate crime, because we don't want that. All right. Uh, the only thing that, that springs to mind is... It's the hair, in it? The hair? Oh, do you think he looks a bit scruffy? Like and more. that's why I hate him. He, he doesn't do have more. a good haircut. His haircut's rubbish, yeah. isn't it? Is a haircut important to that? I mean, does it matter? Well, see, the problem is, I kind of like... I like that he doesn't care. It's tough, isn't it? It's a better haircut than Toby Adderall's. That is... Overgroomed. Yeah, too much. It? Too much. Yeah. That's like... That's, we all did, that's when we all hit about 11, went into, like, secondary school. Just and went, shit, <laughs> shit loads of gel. Yeah, we went, oh, God, oh, there's girls in this... What's this? <laughs> like, oh, it's gone up. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> Yeah, right, uh, get some gel. This'll work. <laughs> oh, there was a lot there. Uh, he, um, what, uh, yeah, I, I, I went to an all-boys school. Was that frustrating? It's confusing. Was it? Yeah. Were there any, like... Moments. Yeah. Nearly moments. Do you have any nearly moments? <laughs> With the boys at school. With lads at school. Uh, so my school... Um, <laughs> Love the story. You went straight to the story. Again. My school uh, was... The one of the most homophobic, ultra alpha male schools that it would exist in a, a, a Western civilized country. And it turned you on. If <laughs> <laughs> fear turns you on, then then maybe. But uh, <laughs> no, no, it, there would there was no room for that. And even and and there would be many many young gay men in that school who would have not been able to express themselves freely for fear of being battered. Oh so uh, it's yeah, it's taking a turn. You know, you make jokes about it, and I'm bringing back the realness. Um. He won't do it two years on the trot, Salah. And that's why I hate him. <laughs> we can't hate him. Can't like, hate him. It's annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it's annoying. It's like Liverpool don't deserve him. All right, I'll say that. They don't deserve him. <laughs> Here we go. This is what we want, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's to love it, the Liverpool fans. They're going, they yeah, yeah, I'm going to come in for a good... Like, it's like self-inflicting abuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, you, they, you don't deserve him. You don't deserve him. Like, you deserve Suarez, because he was scum. Is there anyone in the Spurs team you wouldn't swap Salah for? <laughs> Even Kane. Even Kane. What can you say? Look at him. He's got four. He's, he's only done it one year, though. 45 goals in 40 games. One season. One season wonder. 
There you go. Mate, that's your one. That's the title, isn't it? Mo Salah, One Season Wonder. Beautiful, that'll get him in. Get the little sluggies. <laughs> you sluggies coming in. Um, I, um, I, you, you can't... The, the, the fact is, if you look at what he done out, out, does outside of football back in Egypt, and I know a part of being uh, a Muslim and a part of his religion is about giving back to the community and rebuilding, if you can, sharing the wealth and making sure that your fellow man is is um, as close to as happy as you can be. It's a very, very noble aspect to their religion. And he does it. Do that now. Are you going to blow your nose now when, he says, when he's saying something beautiful like that? You are a scumbag. Are you for real? Are you, uh, are you I serious? I can't time when the snot starts dribbling down my nose. <laughs> yeah, you can hold it in, though. You threw that out. That's unbelievable. That was beautiful. I was close to tears, eh? I'm ill. I trust him. All of a sudden, Adam's bloody blowing his nose. He's not ill, by the way. Do you want to finish your point, Flav? He's done. uh, uh, He's not ill, by the way. He's allergic to his cats and his mum won't get rid of him. Get rid of him. He says, sooner Adam goes, then then he goes. And to be honest, at 23, you should be moving out anyway. Mm. Um, Yeah, so look, he does a lot for his community. So it's not even... It isn't even the fact that he's an incredible footballer. It isn't even the fact that he's really likeable generally. Hate him. Yeah. Teach his pet. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't hate him. And, um, you know, deep, deep down, I don't hate Liverpool. You believe Liverpool fans are just irritating. OK. Uh, we spoke about it yesterday on the Bull Street channel, PFA Team of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to reiterate my annoyance at Otamendi being in the side. And why, no... why, why has Otamendi in the side created such derision? Because they don't defend. You There's keep no... saying this, it doesn't make any sense. So go on, on, on the video, go and watch the video on, on, on Ball Street. But after, on the... this. after this, not right now, yeah, because we need to watch time now. What, we, you're, 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 you said that this shit, what, Carl Walker, Otamendi, shouldn't be in the side because Man City just don't defend. Carl Walker, City. I don't mind, because in an attacking sense, he, uh, he is the best right back. Right. There's no one better than him. Yeah. One thing that's more ridiculous than... Actually, maybe that's dangerous, but I don't care. More, more ridiculous than Otamendi is people saying Van Dijk. Because he came in January, he didn't play... Everyone yeah. forgets about the first half of the season. That is impo- that's part of it. Yeah, plus the votes from, from the players were in, like, end of January or something. So yes. Van Dijk was never going to get Mad. And yeah, he, he's ruined... He's, he's relegated Southampton. Yeah, yeah. new Van Dijk. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. is. If he'd like... Well, and, and Liverpool. If we're going to bash Liverpool again, they've ruined <laughs> Southampton's entire club. Leave them alone now. Yeah, that's enough now. You've had enough. Yeah. Um, I it's just, like a bully at school, right? He walks up and he's this little kid and he's like... Have you ever bullied anyone? Never. I'd, I would, I'd not test them. No, I, 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 if I ever found out that my two kids were being bullied, I'd put that bully through a fucking wall. Just letting you know, anyone out there thinking about bullying my two kids? If you're out there, anyone in the comments want to go, let me know, we can have it. That's got to be tough, isn't it, for a parent? It's yeah. where it... Like, being on the, I think that's where I've heard something about this, but like being on the playground, like because you're picking up kids or whatever, yeah. for any weird reasons, <laughs> and you know which one's the bully. Yeah, and you just want to go up to it. You would want to go up to him or her. What the, I got what? bullied by a, a by a girl, and my my older sister had to sort it out. Right. So how, he, how old she, was she? Year girl? four. It was year four, and uh, uh, she. Bigger than me. Yeah, but when when you're when you're underdeveloped, boys and girls are more or less the same, aren't they? apart from the yeah, women. that's true, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, no, she. I, I was. I've always been small. Um, but yeah, she she big and she she um, she fancied me, but quite aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just it was a bit too much. I didn't like it, so I ran to my sister who's years old. Really bullying me. And you sort this out. That might be bullying. She's in... like, look, she was like, go out with me, go out with me. You might be. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's been a, a kind of a, a reoccurring. 
a thing in your life, doesn't it? What? Women go out to me and go, go out with me. <laughs> go out with me. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Um, yeah, uh, I, that may be bullying in Surrey, but not, not, not where I'm from, oh, Sunshine. Right. Sorry, I got mixed up. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, PFA Team of the Year. Let's know if there's... A uh... couple of things on PFA. Go on. One uh, is voted for by the players, all right? So they're doing it from players' perspective and a different one from, like, pundits and fans. So, you, you know, we look, we all have our opinions, we all have our biases. Players aren't allowed to pick their own side. They're not allowed to pick players from their own side. So in that theory, with that, bias is removed. Uh, so and it's quantitative so this is the opinions of many many footballers across the board and when you do quantitative surveys generally you get the truth or general consensus not on this occasion well no it's more true than your opinion it has to be the opinions of many if you get a consistent result are more valuable than the opinions of one so you may have your opinions Liverpool fans might have your opinions but the fact remains professional footballers en masse think that the there should be three Spurs players in there and only one Liverpool. I'll put that in my trophy cabinet. It's madness. It's not madness. It's, it's science, if anything. You know where we're getting now, don't you, mate? Right, yeah, this will cheer me up. Off the twinkles. I love it. I want to hug it. It's that, that nuggets. nuggets. Got some, I really worked on this this week. Get some top-notch stat nuggets that you can use in the nightclubs out there this weekend. We're at Twinkles now, but you could be anywhere across the globe. Twinkles is a banger, though. Get in there, Twinkles. Yeah, if you haven't tried out Twinkles, get down there. Where is Twinkles? It's um, South End. Yeah, it's 90s house night this week. So, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be close. Well, this is now, it's a drum bass. I know, I know, I'm just saying that this is, this is different. Right. Forget it. Uh, right. So, I'm going to give you the setup. Mm. So, the setup, and I'm going to hit you with that setup. And what character am I this week? Who do you want to be? Who was it? Sharon Tracy last Sharon week? Sharon Tracy last week. I think Gemma. Why can't I not be a girl? Because I'm delivering the start line. All right. All right. You, do, you can do what if you no, want. No, no, no. Right. Joe, I'll be Gemma. Yeah. What's your name? All right. No, don't worry. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that. All right. All right. All right, Jim. What's your name? <laughs> Actually, I'm a name Gemma. That's a bit creepy. Yeah. No, well, I'll ask you, mate. It's me, Trevor. What yeah. are you telling my name for? <laughs> Oh, I don't get the algorithm. What do you think my name is? I mug me off. Right, uh, Gemma. Yeah. You, you and me what? are the perfect combination. Oh, you are joking, aren't we? <laughs> Speaking of which, the parents of Salah, Roberto Firmino, and Salah and Sadio Mane have each combined for seven Premier League goals this season. This is pretty short of the competition record for one duo in a single season for Liverpool brackets. Ten by Robbie Fowler and Stan Collymore in 1996. Yeah. Let's go. Really? <laughs> no? not, that's not doing it for me. Is that not doing it for you? Nah, Paul. Is it Paul? Thing, thing is, Jem. Yeah. Thing is, Jem. What's yeah? that? Thing is, Jem. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to die alone, do you? I mean, I, uh, yeah. I sometimes worry about existentialism and that. Yeah. So. Speaking of which, Watford versus Crystal Palace this this Saturday is going to be the only Premier League match to be played on Saturday at 3 p.m. The last time that happened was 7th of March 2015 between Spurs and QPR. You won 2-1. It's annoying. Do you know what, Paul? I don't think I can wait. <laughs> to get you home. You're starting to feel it. Do you want to... Yeah? What about, do you want to go to the bog? Got, Give you a quick floss. That's... Fan league. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> um, so, Jen, I've had so many drinks. Have you? I've had so many drinks. Oh, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling pretty tipsy as well. I'm feeling it tonight. Yeah. And I'm feeling you. Oh, And mate. I think I might drive home tonight. That's none. Speaking of three points, West Ham United have won five Premier League matches at Arsenal. Only Manchester United, eight wins, and Liverpool, seven wins, have won more Premier League matches at Arsenal. 
Oh, you filthy pig. Yeah, yeah. Next time I'm going to take you to the blog, Bogs, right now. You got any more? <laughs> yeah, I've got one more. All right, one more. All right, all right, wait. Is, yeah, do you, want, do you want to go to the toilet, me and you? No, I was thinking about, let's, let's go... There's, there's some bins around the back. Bins. All right, well, I might go to the toilet first, because I've got the runs. Speaking of runs, Burnley can win four consecutive top-flight away matches for the first time since September 1961. And Stoker looking to avoid a run of four consecutive home top-flight defeats for the first time since a run of six in May 1985. Well, while you were talking, <laughs> I took my knickers off. It's done. And that's... Twinkles. What a place. Stat up lines. In, in sprinkles. Your, in your back pocket. I've just, I've literally given you the whole play there. What's the worst club you've ever been to? What's the worst club I've ever been to? Um, Mine was Falmouth in Cornwall where I went to university. Dropped out because I'm a lad. And uh, <laughs> uh, it was a place called Club International. Right. Because of the clientele that would come to the club. <laughs> no, and it was owned by Steve McFadden, who is... Um, Steve McFadden. Oh, right, from... EastEnders. Phil. Phil Mitchell. Phil Mitchell from EastEnders. Terrible. Was it? Yeah, it was like that, basically. I, uh, I went to... There was one club in... Um, I mean, it was only in Kingston, but I remember, like, I couldn't walk. Actually, I don't know the worst place to go to. It's a place called The Swan. There's <laughs> a club That's a club called, called The, the Swan. Swan. It's in Clapham. It's awful. Yeah, what kind uh, of music, uh, so? It's, like, it's, it's just all like... It's like... Just awful cheese music or like Irish songs and stuff like that. It's a club. It's a club Brilliant. called The Swan. And I went in there and I thought, this stinks. This place literally stinks. It smells. <laughs> right? And I think, but sometimes I think since, since you haven't been able to smoke in a club, um, those places smell more because mm. you can smell other things. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, that's right, look, I'll, my, I'll acclimatise in a bit. Two hours later to go. Yeah, still stank. stunk. Can do with it. What does stink of? Like, women and just grim. No, men. Not bits. There. Not bits. What do you mean bits? I don't know. You said women and men. What I just meant like odor. Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's let's move on. <laughs> uh, you're looking forward to uh, into social night. What? This weekend. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Inter Milan. Yeah. This weekend, there. Um, it's their inter-social night, right? Inter-social night? Yeah, what does that it, mean? So the club website said, it's set to be the first football match dedicated to all things digital and social media. Dedicated to social media? So they're playing Cagliari, or Calgary, yeah. however right. you want to say it. Calgary. And all the players are going to have their Instagram account on their back. Right. As their name. And there's just going to be, everyone's going to be tweeting. No one's going to be watching the football. They're all just going to be like that. Instagram me. <sighs> Thoughts? Mate. Thoughts. Um, was that not last weekend? Oh, was it? I think so. I saw some stuff on Twitter about it. Facts remain, though. Uh, what? What? There's, there's a couple yeah, of things. This is. This. It doesn't matter if it, if it is this or what. The, yeah, the, yeah. the point. The, the themes are the same. Um, yeah, I've got. I've got an issue with it. Yeah, it was, it was last week. Last week that happened, so it was successful because yeah. I didn't even know. Four win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no one heard about it. Um, so, the, from the club's perspective, you know. In the modern era, having a social presence is valuable. Uh, for a player, it's valuable. It makes them a more valuable asset. You've got two players of comparable ability. One of them has two million followers on Twitter and one of them has zero, no, no social media. The club signed in that one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, so you can understand the logic and, and, and you can understand the fact that they're kind of moving with the times. Where does this head? Where is this going with like the way that players are going to behave in the next few years when the club themselves are going, showing you how important it is? I think they know. Even the clubs are just late to the party. They know. But I wonder if it will make. So, for example, um, so uh, Troy Deeney. Yeah. Right. He's so. So in my head, this could go two ways. It could make uh, players more. Of plastic, more unreachable, which I mean they are already, but like more distant to to football fans. Or you might get more characters back in the game because they're not actually just doing it because they're a character. Well, if you think of they're them doing like, it because it, of everything else, um, yeah, you think of like someone like Evra who uses social media in a way that's unique to him mm. and is funny if you like that kind of stuff. Um, and then you've got others who just have it because they know it's a part of being a professional footballer but don't engage, really. I mean, from my perspective, if I was a professional footballer, I would be nowhere near Twitter. It's a horrendous place, especially for someone like them. Mm. You imagine the amount of uh, tweets they get, mentions they get saying, you're a cunt, sorry, <laughs> you're, you're a bastard, you're, you, you, know, or, you know, you're all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you might have to beat that, you might make a note of that. <laughs> but, uh, and, uh, you know, the, it's just, they can't be themselves. There more was a t- period in Twitter's early days where you know players could engage with, with the fans and it was a beautiful thing because it's been so long in football where the distance the bubble around professional footballers for good reason is, is, has increased and the, the, the kind of relationship between the fans and, and the players has almost non-existent and then there's this new platform new technology that enables you to connect directly with them but people being people managed to screw it all up by being arseholes Mm. And now players are like, you know, people are digging out. Who was the player who, who said tweet something like and then put great win today for the lads? Daily Blind, I think, did it, didn't he? Daily Blind. Or his social guy. Right. Do you blame him? Because if he's the one reading all the mentions and having to do it all and then reading the barrage of abuse from City fans or from Man United fans who didn't like his performance, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near it. I, I wouldn't even want to serve these people. They don't deserve it. I guess it's... <sighs> 
I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know what I'd be like in that situation. But I guess the point is, is that ah, uh, where, where does it go in terms of the yeah the connection with the the fans and the the players? Because I think what you'll start to get is you'll get footballers who are outrageous, but the club kind of knows that they're going to be outrageous because they're a character, and it still gets all the traction and all that stuff that they need and also the second thing is I think that these players are going to make so much more money from outside their club despite the astronomical amount of money that they make for that but they make so much money because every platform like you see it like um, footballers a couple of footballers are starting to move to, to YouTube as well they're starting to see that like it's about they're starting to cotton on to the like, it's about influence mm. money, you know, money comes with influence and yeah well, the, the, that might lead to different contract negotiations. Yeah, I yeah, bet contracts are like already already ridiculous, but mm. even more so because there's people like I bet Dele Alli is making more money from everything else than he is with his first contract. Uh, I'd imagine he has a sizable contract with Adidas, and um, I, I don't know if it's as much as he's only per week. I don't know. Maybe you're mm. right. I have no idea. But the, yeah, no, it's another revenue stream for them. That the contracts with the clubs will be more complex. They'll know about you know be restrictive and. Actually, the clubs will probably bring brand deals to these players to use through their social media. You know, there's there's no way that the the marketing brand teams in within football clubs don't have a strategy to use the social reach of their footballers. They'd be crazy not to. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, in the same way that you know, we work in an industry where we understand how important audience is and how important influence is. And how much money can be made from that if, if, if you know if you are an influencer, a major influencer on YouTube or where else? So yeah, of course it's part of it, and, and building that social reach will benefit Inter Milan, and that's what that that whole yeah. social day was about. Um, I think people who are kind of against modern football will it will irritate them immensely because it's another step about removing them from just being and experiencing their team, um, but. The, the, the transition of the game isn't going to stop just because a few people are disgruntled or frustrated. Yeah, it it is progress. I find it irritating. I don't really want to engage with it. I wouldn't if it was Tottenham. But uh, no, there's no stopping it. There's no stopping ticket prices. There's no stopping the globalisation of the game. Um, the game isn't what it was 20 years ago. And if it is, you drop down the leagues and you know go and watch Brentford where it's you know like a. 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, I mean, speaking like, of pathetic and irritating, this weekend is Brentford versus QPR. <coughs> we'll be there. Adam lost his voice last week after the uh, Fulham game. Absolutely hilarious. His voice notes. <laughs> yeah. He's lost his voice after that. So, for those of you who don't know, Brentford got a last-minute uh, goal to get a draw against Fulham. And uh, it was a bit too much for Adam, I think. Uh, good day, wasn't it? Great. For you, great day. Great. Um, next day, he messaged uh, our boss saying he can't come in because he's like... Every word hurts. This is what it sounds like when I speak. Um, so I, I thought because we set Adam, which some, I respect. Yeah, I respect I like it. that. I, 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 I thought we set Adam some homework last week for birds and that, and uh, I thought that he might have changed his attention to the opposite sex, and that's where the sore throat came from. Oh, possibly. Sorry. <laughs> oh, dodging it. Uh, Nervous about the game, lad? I am, actually. He I is there, isn't he? That's because Brentford are on the brink of, of potential playoff qualification. Just, our last month has gone incredibly well. Three wins, a last-minute draw at Fulham, 
It's so perfect. It's, 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 I love this, right? This is happening yesterday. Bullshit. It's so obvious. <laughs> 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 right, I love this. He's having his midweek wobble. Anyone who's like any derby game, you have this midweek wobble, and he had it yesterday, and he's still in the middle of it now. It'll get to tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow at the ga- uh, Saturday at the game, and you'll be like, "We're going to smash you." You'll be you'll be so certain because you, you'll get over that. Like, Will you be certain though? Yeah, what do you think? Well, hang on. I just want to finish on this because what I loved yesterday was he went, like, from nowhere, he just kind of went, he went, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. <laughs> it's so obvious you're going to beat us or get, get, get a draw. No, it's so obvious you're going to beat us. And when he did that, I, I, I didn't say anything. I just let, let, it, let him just sort of, let that just sink in. Because <laughs> yeah. what he really wanted, he was looking at me, he wanted me to go, maybe, and then he, he would have gone, Come on in, and yeah, then he would have yeah. done whatever so he wanted. He wanted an outlook for his frustration and he feared. Some of the bounce back going, you. No, no, let's have it then. Let's have it. No, we are going to be. We're going to smash you. But I you just let him go. <laughs> let him wobble. Yeah, you didn't give it back. <laughs> no. That's actually a little bit like, you, mean. You also got to remember what happened in the return picture. I think I'm a little bit stuck on by that. The two, you, so you were 2 0 up and. It, they, you know what? In, on 91 minutes, threw away two goals in about less than a minute. 2, uh, two 1, so 2 0, wasn't it? 2 0, 91 minutes. I was I was watching it on uh, on a laptop on a legal stream, legal stream uh, at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, on my honeymoon, and I went mental. Oh, <laughs> I went mate. And she was fine there. Yeah, because cool. my life. She understands. understand. Because I love her. Um, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, where are you at though? Where am I? Yeah, are you confident? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm quietly confident actually. Are you? I've got a funny little feeling that we're well. Holloway's been very bullish this week in the press. <laughs> He says we're going to make them, we're going to run and run until they make mistakes. And that's, you know how annoying that's going to be? Because you're going to be like, they're not even they're playing. They're not the first football team to run no. They're not even <laughs> playing football. That's what he's going to say. So, but but is, it must be frustrating if all you've got in your locker is just running. I don't make this quality there too. You could say the same about Liverpool. Matt's yes, I'm comparing QPR to Liverpool. Um, just for those who are overseas, and we do have a few, um, Brentford and QPR are two football teams in, 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 in England. They know that. They don't. They do. And they're quite close to each other. And as far as I can understand, because I don't really understand it either, really, is that QPR hate Chelsea and Brentford hate QPR. QPR see themselves as a bigger club than Brentford, but Brentford... Have they are a bigger club than Brentford have consistently finished above QPR despite mm. having less money in recent seasons. But over their history of time, there's no. Just to gauge your frustration or your, uh, your, you know, you're, you're starting to waver somewhat about your confidence in this game. Is that based on the fact that you hate QPR? Do you hate them? I do. Yeah, I do, I do hate them. It's nowhere near as passionate as like between Tottenham and Arsenal. So who do Brentford hate? QPR and Fulham. Fulham. QPR and Fulham. I think it depends on what generation Brentford fan you are. Yeah. Um, who do you hate more? Yeah. So who do you hate more, Fulham or Brentford? I think uh, oh, for me it's, it's hard. I think probably QPR. And Chelsea are not in the running. Chelsea, well, uh, no. I mean, not, I hate I hate Chelsea, but not as a Brentford fan. But that's right. Chelsea because all my mates are Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. It's history, isn't it? It's history as well. Like that's what that's what's building up with Brentford QBRs. Holloway Holloway doesn't like Brentford. Yeah, that's he was he was a player at Brentford. Didn't work at all. Yeah. For, uh, when he was there, uh, he doesn't like them. Brentford and 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 that will Holloway. that will add a bit that little bit of spice. It's all gonna right. be good. I'm looking forward to it. I won't be watching it. And I mean, uh, fortunately be... for you, my uh, the votes were were polled last week. We were talking about um, if Adam would be would receive a QPR smile. Yeah. QBR smile courses when you pull down trousers and spank the bum so hard, my dad was going to deliver that 
if you wanted it, but you got some fans, Adam. Great. A few people saying no to that. So he shouldn't have his bums banged. No, but you will get sliced up. Still to come, Stones Lost in Battle, Birds and that, and Flames. But very quickly, I just want to dig out, uh, well, a good bit of habit. Because we were talking about it earlier in the week, you said let's talk about it in the pod. Mm. So I won my Sunday league team won the league yeah. on Sunday. Great. But the reason we won the league is because we were there ready to kick off. The opposition decided not to turn up. You wouldn't say where they're ready to go. Was there any kids? Yeah. We'd just done a warm-up. We're like, where are they? And they, we'd beaten them. They were in the running to win the league, but we smashed them a couple of weeks ago, and they just decided not to turn up. That is bang out of so order. So muggy. On so many levels, that's bang out of order. Mate, I was in such a strop for about two hours, but then I had a few drinks. And a few beers. Yeah. quite happy there. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. No, look, that's wrong on so many levels. One, you're, you've entered... In good faith, a league competition of so many teams. Mm. So uh, you've got a duty there. Secondly, you're taking away a moment of glory from yeah. another, another competitor. Thirdly, you've given up your Sunday. Like you, you've got families and stuff you could have been doing stuff with. Not, I mean, none of you did because you went on the piss afterwards. But <laughs> they didn't know that. No. And fourthly, the team that's second can't win a league now. They could have. Like, it would have say we would have lost the, that game on Sunday. Yeah. Then this, uh, sorry, next Sunday would have been like title decider, one game. So that, that, one takes all. That, and that would have been great in itself. Yeah. But that. So what happens now? Well, we've won the league. Yeah, but what happens to the other team? They'll get fined and. What what kind of fine? I don't know. It's like sixty quid or something. Sixty quid. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. But it's put like it's, it is really annoying. But the one thing I did want to, I wonder if this could open up a new bit. I know I've got a million bits in this podcast for it. Sunday League Nightmares. It's a bit like Soldiers Lost in Battle. Maybe you can, it essentially is a Soldiers Lost in Battle, but have you had a Sunday League Nightmare? Yeah, tell us the worst stories that you've ever had on Sunday, Sunday League, League level. And just, so this could be around uh, playing with a hangover. Uh, just kicks off, maybe go quickly. My, uh, my mate Hope, you know Hope. Yeah. Um, also an usher at my wedding. He, uh, on his 24th birthday... Uh, we were absolutely steaming. Went and played Sunday League uh, game. I was I was injured, so I didn't play. I was on the side. But he played, and he hadn't played Sunday League football for for years. And he was so drunk. <laughs> and, but it was his birthday. And about 15 minutes in, he was playing right wing. Goalie kicked it out uh, out of his hands. Actually, kicked it out of his hands. And uh, then there was a header up in the air. And then Hope just uh, balls dropping. Hope just went boom. Volleyed it back into his own goal. <laughs> to his own 40 goal. yards. Amazing. On his birthday. Brilliant. Uh, so that's the Sunday League nightmare, but there are, I'm sure there's more horrific ones. Yeah, so I, let's I, know I, I want more, less about the football, more about yeah, the yeah. scenarios around which you either played or didn't play. Love it. Let us know. Uh, soldiers lost in battle time. Now, last week, I mean, it was epic. It was epic. It was incredible. White uh, teeth. We've spoken to the boy. We got in contact. We got in contact. Unfortunately, don't say this. There is a sequel, but he, I, we asked him to tweet us so that we could do it because I don't want to give you my email. I mean, you could probably guess it, but I don't. I don't want to give out my email, and I don't want to ruin it for people to watch. Yeah. Or listen. Um, so we wanted to get in touch on Twitter, but he hasn't done that to reveal the sequel when he met White Teeth once again. Can you not DM on YouTube? Is there no messaging feature? I don't know. We'll look into it. 
You just hold the problem with the right Giving him hoops to jump through. Come on. Yeah, come yeah, on, Du Bois. He'll be watching. He does watch. He and does if watch. you haven't watched... He did you, comment. He did comment. Yeah, he did comment. If you haven't watched, though, and you don't want to go through the whole podcast, towards the end of both of the previous two episodes, you have to listen to this story. It is absolute gold. Yeah, totally. So it is going to come, hopefully. So it's going to come. I need to know what's happened to White Teeth. Yeah. Uh, that's going to make no sense to people who haven't seen it. But yeah, it doesn't matter. It leads. He gives a little nugget. Absolutely. Uh... So, yeah, but we've got one to, to keep you going. I think anyone's going to be a slight anti-climax, um, because if you remember, at the end of... Are you going to uh, read his comment? Yeah, yeah. At the, end of last, uh, at the end of last week's um, story, sorry, from the boy, he said, any other time, any time another viewer tries to put forward a story about missing an FA Cup final because their mean girlfriend or mean mummy wouldn't let them go... Just picture the image of me having to look away as my best friend Davey takes a shit in a carrier bag in the corner of that bedroom and using his old socks to wipe his ass. <laughs> so let's do it. Storage Lost and Battle this week uh, comes from... Oh, sorry, and this was his comment, actually, I forgot to say. Hi, lads. Glad you both enjoyed the story so much. It was painful reliving it, but you guys are so effortless, effortless, ugh, effortlessly... <laughs> entertaining I wanted to do the story justice sequel isn't football related oh that's not a problem not a keep problem. up the great work I never contribute to anything but I had to because this podcast is the best one what what and uh, by the way is this a wind up having a Gaza Rangers doll on the same show I relive my misery don't you think I've been through enough that was a mistake he's a Celtic fan that was yeah, purely coincidental uh, this week's Soldier's Lost in Battle comes from Mizrab Januai alright Mizrab you've got a lot to Lots, live up to a lot to live up to big shoes to fill here we go Soldiers lost in battle. That's too much. Wednesday, 11th of April, 2007. It's Champions League night. Yeah. So you give him a chance. I am. I'm fully on board. I'm with him at this stage. Lovely. Manchester United, the only team for me, are set to play Roma under the lights at Old Trafford. A young and naive eight-year-old me has been getting more and more excited throughout the day until finally kick-off. He's eight. He's eight. So Roma under the lights at Old Trafford. I sit down on the sofa, all cosy and ready to watch us tackle the incoming challenge. The door opens and I hear six words that will crush my soul. Turn it over, CSI is on. I try to fight my case but mum's having none of it and I'm forced to turn it over. I'm now sat there, crushed and in a mood, watching this nitwit on TV pretend he knows how to solve crimes, dickhead. The ad break comes and mum says I can turn it over to check the score. I decide to take her up on the offer. Better than nothing, I guess. And so I push in the numbers on the remote. Expecting to see nil-nil, we're, we're up 3-0 in 20 minutes. I can't believe I've missed three goals. I try to plead my case once more. I can feel something special brewing in this game. 3-0 up in 20. Surely there's more goals to come. Turn it over, I hear once more. Devastated. I turn it over once again to endure the rest of the episode. Finally, this awful show finishes, but now Mum's decided to check the news. She dwindles around the channels a little. At this point, I'm convinced she's doing this on purpose. After seeing the pain, which was mostly, most likely written all over my face, turn it over, I hear once more. But this time, I'm glad to hear it. Just over an hour of the game has gone, and I'm just praying I've not missed any more goals. No more drama. The channel switches. It's six fucking nil. <laughs> even Alan Smith scored. The next goal scored wasn't even us. <laughs> I managed to catch the last Everest beauty, but the joy of the occasion has been obliterated from me by this point. The game ends 7-1. I've missed one of the greatest nights under the lights 
Not there, are you? Stop staying under the lights at the Theatre of Dreams. And it was all because of that fucking shit show, CSI. Um, he's not there for a number of reasons. He's eight, right? And when you're eight, you do what your mum tells you. Yeah, all right, if she said turn the change over, turn the change over. I mean, um, yeah, so always tough to, to go after last week's story, but we have to, we've got to keep it going. Really. Yeah, but you, I don't think you can recount an, a, a story from 10 years ago when you was eight years old. It doesn't count. <laughs> not having it. No, I'm not having it. it I I mean, thanks for your time and efforts. Yeah. Um, but just. You know, think again if you're going to submit. Okay, so the boy, get in touch, mate. We want to read this story out to people. They they love you and your writing, so get involved. Uh, still, it's got questions for flames, but first, exciting. These times, we set some work, didn't we? We set some homework. Birds and that is here. Uh, you know, it. We need. We would. It, this is Adam, right? You just need a little nudge. Yeah, look, right. just push, 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 get him back in the game. Yeah, back in the because he, he spent a lot of time dating a lot, and we said a lot, a lot of women. Dross. Yeah, dross. I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure they weren't dross. And what, where's that coming from? I don't know, I thought that's where you were going with it. No, no, lots of women, <laughs> lots of right. women. Lovely, intelligent, beautiful women. Um, but he sort of died off. I think he's got a bit bored of it all. Mm. I think he's had his fill. Sluggish, isn't it? It's gluttonous. He's, he's become it's been, sluggish. He's been a gluttonous of Less there. willing to open it. And he's a beautiful man with a lot of goodness to give. And there's a lot of women out there that would gladly receive some of that goodness. Receive such goodness, yeah. yeah and, and he would make a lot of women very happy. Mm. So he needed to sort of... But it's, it's, it's dried up. Yeah, he needed to take a deep breath, yeah. step forward into the, into the fray once more. And he needed, he needed us to just nudge him. Yeah. Nudge, just walk into the light. Uh, walk into the light. So currently, you're dwelling in darkness. Mm. So, really excited. Really excited to see how he's been getting on. Yeah. Adam, so you set your task to get yourself a date... How did it go? You haven't got a date? <laughs> what have you been doing? How did, how did down, it go? You, you have let us down. You, it's not, is it hard for you to get a date? It just didn't happen. Did you try? Yeah, be honest, did you try? Did you try? Um, what, what, not amazing. Tell us one thing you might have done that could have helped you get to a date status. Not got so fucked on Saturday after the phone game. <laughs> but that's fair. That's all right. That's fine. No, listen, listen. Have you been on Bumble? I've been on Bumble a little bit. Because well, I, I saw, I saw you match. get a match the other day. Yeah, yeah. What? She messaged me this morning. Yes, Adam! But it's... She's not... It's what? not... What? So, so you messaged... Wheels in motion. Yeah, the I wheels are in motion. I haven't replied yet. You haven't oh, replied. Oh, I like it. Is that, is that on purpose or is that... Just... You playing cool? Does it work? All right. No, he... You see, he's, he's still in the room. He's still in the room. We pushed him out of the light, but he's just he's scuttled past us and got back into the room again. I'm not sure if she's really what I'm, you gonna, uh, what I'm feeling. She's not what you're feeling. What you've looked at three pictures of her on the internet, and she's not. You, she could be an incredibly beautiful and, and, and a kind person inside. But so you told me not to fight right. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Do you think? She, what do you mean? What things are you fit? Is she? Up, do you think she's up for a uh, Harvard Eskimo? You know what I mean? Oh, she, do you know what? A Milwaukee postman. She's offering an uh, Alaskan hot pocket. <laughs> Alaskan hot. What Come about on, Tennessee yeah. turkey twizzler? Do you think she's up for that? Come on, a turkey twizzler. Yeah. No, um, I don't know. Maybe I'll message her now. Mississippi postage stamp. Mes- do you need to get back in the game? Do you feel like? Because you don't. You, you don't want to live alone forever. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't. Yeah. Send a message. Right. Okay. So, look, we're all disappointed. We're all disappointed. Yeah, Adam's disappointed. I apologise to all our viewers out there. That's all I can say. He's apologised. You've got a week to make amends, mate. Okay. And this will not go away. No. And you will have to sit there if you want a job. 
You, you've got four weeks to find love. Four weeks to find love, but we want a date or something next week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or just some progress. You don't have to go on a date or anything. You just... You could have a, a wonderful evening. A wonderful evening? Yeah. Yeah. Like... A Milwaukee Postman. Well, you know. Not like a Milwaukee Postman. Have a Milwaukee Postman. Do All right. It, do a, forget right. it. Questions for Flames, it's that time. Milwaukee Postman. <laughs> I love that. Is that an actual thing, or do you make uh, that up? Right, right, right. Yeah, you felt, what was it? A US state and an inanimate object. Objects, yeah. <laughs> or a person. Yeah. Uh, let us know your best ones in the comments below. Don't describe them. <laughs> Branded, isn't it? Right, questions for Flames. I'd like to end the podcast like this now. I've enjoyed this, and we've been getting more and more. All right. Which is good. Which I'm, I'm collecting <coughs> them all. Um, just to be clear again, if you've watched this far, please just check in, just so we know you're fine. Yep. Um, first one, here we go. We've got two. Adash here. Hi, guys. Love the show. Oh. Don't really comment, but watch all the time. Keep it up. Oh, mate, just check in. Cheers, mate. I have a Flames submission for you. Bit long, but basically, I used to have class with this girl, and we became very, very close, telling each other everything. The only reason we started talking is she went out with my best mate. Oh, here we go. We were just friends, and I helped get her and my mate back together many times. After about six months of going out, they broke up. Me and her stayed close, but all my other mates don't talk to her anymore. This was all towards the end of last school year. Over the summer, we got even closer, and she invited me on multiple occasions to her house to hang out. Mm. We told each other that we like each other, but waited a little bit to take it further because she wasn't ready. She moved school, still near to mine, and I see her every Monday. She threw a party, and we discussed, we discussed us and kissed. Lovely. Lovely. That is lovely. <laughs> After discussing to take it further, she said she wants to be friends. She oh. has changed her mind. Oh, what? Many a time, but over time she ended up getting a boyfriend, and I was left in the friend zone. Oh. She would come to me for advice about everything, including oh. her boyfriend. And after two months, they broke up. My feelings have never changed, and if anything, I like her even more. I would do anything for her, but now she calls me her best friend. No... Yeah, I've, ba- no, I've basically been left in the friend zone and don't know whether I should go for it or not. My mates don't like her at all, but they don't know that I'm close with her. People who know, uh, know I am all say that we would be a great match and should go out, but I'm stuck. Do I go for it or not? I believe she only sees me as a best friend, and that's all. But also feel, feel that there is more than that between us. Do I risk my friendship with her and my mates... Or do I have to be satisfied with just friends? Oh, no! It made your phone the zone. We've all been there. Go on, lad. Speak up, though. Nice enough. At school, so many times you would see it. A girl and a boy, they're best friends. And they're just... Everyone's like, oh, no, they're just friends. And they're they're best friends for ages. But eventually, literally every single time, they ended up becoming an item. So I reckon sit tight, give it another few months. Hold tight! And then, and then, revisit. Do you make a move? Okay, that's that's that sound that, advice. That's sound advice. In my experience, though. So you're saying just yeah, be I friends. Yeah, I remember it happened a lot. People right. being best friends and then suddenly they're going out. But how does he make that transition? So look, this this guy, he's not. So the the guy that uh, the girls with now, it's not gonna last. I'm telling you now, it won't. 
because you, well, first of all, this is school. <laughs> Never last, is it? I know it's a bit. No, no, they don't. Of course not. Not at that age. No. Um, I, I think. Um, so they, you'll get another chance. Is the point? But she said, "I just want to be friends." Did she say that? It's not. She's not playing around with it. I don't think. Things change. Things do change. Um, in my experience, I've seen lots and lots and lots of men become friends with females and get friend-zoned, but they really into them and the mm. females are not. Um, in my head, I, if I was you, I'd, I'd been it. Really? Yeah. What I would say is you've got to readdress the, like, the value of you yeah, to she, she can't. She can't go to him... And ask. It's unfair for her to go to him and say, "Oh, I need advice with my boyfriend," knowing that he likes her. That's yeah. that's that's a, a bad move. That's, she shouldn't do that because she, as your friend, your friends are there to improve your life, not to cause you stress. So just say to her, "Look, you know how I feel about you. Don't ask me shit about your boyfriend." When you're ready, we can. We when can you do figure this. this out, love. yeah. When you figure out what you want, I'm here. Yeah, but not forever. So, you know, this is what it is. Because she knows you like her, mm. but she's then ready to talk all this shit about uh, 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 her partners. you you, you got to say, nah, not today. I agree. I think you need to showcase your self-esteem here, right? Yeah. You've got to go, we've got something really great here. We've got a connection. Yeah. Which doesn't happen and is very important to women. It is And important. men as well, it should be. But less important. Is less so. But you've got a connection there, so she just needs to know, like, look, I don't need this. I like you. I like us being friends, but I don't want to talk about that stuff because I like you. And then, yeah. then she'll go, oh, hang on a minute. And by the, and same, by the same time, say, I like you, but you should pursue other things as well. Yeah, totally. You, you, you should pursue. And I'm not saying that to make her jealous. I'm saying you no, should... Will. <laughs> it, it, no, it, it, <laughs> really it will. No, it really will. But not, don't use that as your motive. Do it because you actually think, well, there's lots and lots of people out there who are going to be very kind and loving towards you and, and, and improve your life significantly. That's a great point. So just go out and do that. I know it's hard when you like someone, but, you know, I'll I, I tell you, uh, I've got an unrequited love story from my youth. Have you? Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Oh, can I just make... So actually, on. I'll make the point at the end because it's, it's, it's succinct. Go on. Okay. Uh, there was a young lady who uh, I was fancied so We've much. We've all had that, haven't we? Fancied so much. Oh, and man. I used to go around her house. Sorry? I used to go around her house. Around her house. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? That sounds different. Oh. <laughs> 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 I used to go around her house and we used to watch films together, which was Nal and I, and... Um, and uh, I'd, uh, we'd go... We'd go to, we went clubbing. And I thought she was into me. 12 years old. <laughs> no, it's about six, 17. 16, 17. And um, she was a lesbian. Oh, uh, yeah, we've all been there. And I was like, I used to literally, you know, I, I've probably, probably been there, but you look at someone you fancy <laughs> and you're just like, oh, God, I love her so much. But... I appreciate your answer. I found out she's... Uh... Then I found out, a year later, got a boyfriend. What? Yeah. Was the boyfriend quite feminine? I never met him. Yeah. No. I'd have so, ripped his throat out. No, but, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that was one of the ones. I had a couple, actually, when I was young. Yeah, yeah. Mm. This is my advice. Is, uh, the thing to focus on, what do you deserve? Think about what you deserve. You deserve a girl who likes you, that you like back. If, if she's not offering that, then she is, not, she is, one, not right for you, mm. two, she doesn't deserve you. Because it sounds like you're a bloody lovely bloke. Yeah, you are So concentrate bloke. on what you deserve and go get it. Right, second one, last one. Uh, Sol Taibi, Flames question. I want to go to drama school in London and be an actor eventually. However, 
They have said I'm not old enough to go yet. So I was wondering what advice you have to build up life experience, seeing as though that's what I need to build up. Cheers, lads. Sorry, what? How old is he? He'll be 18. He's 18. If he's about to go to drama school. Well, no, he said he's not old enough to. Basically. All right. So what, you think he's 18? I reckon about that. 17, 18. So he he knows what he wants to do. He wants to go to drama school in London. He wants to be an actor. Um, But he can't go... He can't be where he wants to be right now. So what should he do in the meantime? Um, Do you want me to do something? No. I know. You've got an answer. I I, 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 I think what... I wanted to be an actor. Oh, I'd never have guessed. The... um, I, I think um, you, uh, my, my little brother is an actor. And, oh, he is, yeah, of course. Yeah, and uh, life experience is really important. I don't think it's about your age, it's about being able to adapt and understand and, 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 and perform in a way that resonates because you'll be doing lots of different roles, I presume. That's true. Um, honestly, the best way I found growing up um, was to go out and start socialising. That was my experience. I learned a lot. And say yes and jump into all the trappings of that that social world because you learn about that you learn about people you learn about um, how to behave around other people you learn how to avoid situations you learn how to enjoy yourself and you have experiences you never thought you would have or never thought existed mm. if you say yes yeah so that uh, that's very vague but I'm aware that you know I can't say everything freely <laughs> True. on another podcast I, I think also you can kind of go you could look at in those social experiences that you have or like we, you know like the one before as a guy, you know, he's going through something there. Look at those situations in life and kind of break them down and look at look at it from different sides of it as well. And that way, if you want to be an actor, you can understand and empathise with different things that you would have to portray. Then if you've got a good understanding of how to do that, how to see stuff from other people's uh, perception, then you'll be better at acting once you do that. But also, I guess you just need to be... just. I guess it's, you know, be acting. Yeah, yeah. But it's... it's, it's Do. But he's saying, he's saying, like, he's saying, he's saying, like, how do I build up life experiences? You go out and experience the world. It's, it's so obvious he needs to go travelling. Yeah, but not everyone, not everyone comes from a wealthy family and can go travelling. Well, My dad was a plumber. I couldn't go travelling, all right? These two travelled all over the place, building hospitals and well, all that shit. Well, that's better. I paid for it. Yeah. Stay at home. Fill up, like, a couple grand. Go travelling. I, I, had, I had a habit. <laughs> you was. <laughs> I had a habit. Didn't I have to feed well, if um, you can afford it, go. Yeah, that's that's so good. There's a reason why everyone goes travelling. This for that reason, isn't it? I'd love it. Happen. I'm going to do yeah. it. One day. That was flames advice. Uh, thank you very much for watching one for the weekend podcast. Make sure you check in so we know you're safe. Uh, Soldier Justin battle stories. The boy get in touch. Um, Sunday league nightmares. See if we can get anywhere with that. Um, and some advice for Adam as well because he's he's, he's in a rut. He's in a rut. He's in a rut. And uh, let's know your thoughts on the football as well. Yeah, that seems to be getting smaller and smaller. (laughs) If you like this video, click that uh, like button. Subscribe to The Long Ball Street so that you get to see it every week. And if you listen to the podcast, because it is a podcast. Yeah. Not a video. We just video the podcast. That's true. That seems to be the trend now. Sorry. The podcast for eight years and don't like the way people treat the medium. We totally respect it. We do. But it's, uh, currently there's cameras in front of me, so I've got to address yeah, them slightly. Uh, then uh, do that as well. Um, anything else? No.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 